American in lifestyle, global in spirit, Indian at heart. You're listening to Desi Tea Talks. of Desi Tea Talks. Festival season's around the corner. It's not Christmas, it's not Diwali, but it is one of our favorite festivals that we grew up with. It's the Ganesha Festival. In the Hindu religion, Lord Ganesha is, is called as the Lord of New Beginnings. And what a great topic for one of our new, our new beginnings, like podcasts is our new beginning, right girls? Yeah. All right. We have been enjoying Ganesh Festival ever since we were kids. And over the, over the years, this festival has evolved and it has become one of the biggest celebrations all over India. All right, guys, grab, grab your teas. We got ours. And we're going to hear Manasi, our Mumbaiker host, giving us some background about this festival. Ganpati or Ganeshji is known as um, the remover of obstacles. He's worshipped. He's known for pursuing arts and science. He's known as the god of wisdom. Um, and he's a very celebrated god. He's one of the most celebrated gods, I would say, at least in Maharashtra, which is a state that I am from and Parija is as well. And so if you have never seen the idol or a photo of this god, um, it's very interesting, actually. His body is in the shape of a human, but his head is actually the head of an elephant. So a little bit of a background for those of you who are not aware of how um, this particular god came into being. He's actually the son of Lord Shiva and Lord Par- and, um, Parvati. And um, so Parvati basically carved um, this, this boy out of a turmeric and the uh, earth or mud. And she basically breathed, you know, life into him. And she, so that was basically her son. And um, she put him in go- as a guard to her uh, quarters as she was taking a bath. And she, she instructed him, hey, please don't let anybody in. And so this little boy is standing guard at the door. And Lord Shiva comes from, you know, his meditation uh, into the quarters and asks to go in. And this boy says, no, my mother said, you're not allowed, you're not allowed. And um, as we know, Lord Shiva has his temper in his temper. He says, nobody can refuse me anything. I don't even know who you are and picks up his trident and chops off his head. Um, And at this moment, uh, goddess Parvati, she comes out and sees this and she's devastated. And she tells Shiva what he did because he didn't know that this was his technically his son. and so he, she's uh, very, she's very upset. And so Shiva promises her that I'll figure something out. But the damage with his trident is basically irreversible. So what he does is he decides to grab the head of the first creature he sees and decides to attach that to the to the body of this little boy. And that happens to be an elephant that he notices um, who was already dying. So he attaches the elephant head to the to the body of the boy and then brings him to life and uh, this is basically how Ganpati became to the favorite one of our favorite gods that uh, we celebrate to this day and uh, he's I think he's very adored because if you look at him you you would just fall in love with him it's just more than religion he's just such a cute like he's supposed to be one of the happy gods so you, you can't not worship him even if you're not very religious um, so Aisha, do you want to give us a little bit of uh, history on the festival itself? 
Yes, I would. Ganpati Festival, actually, I was reading this uh, uh, just a while ago before we were about to record this podca- podcast. Uh, festival has been going on for a while, but it actually became a big deal in the modern Indian uh, history, especially during the freedom struggle. Uh, Bal Gangadhar Tilak, who was one of our freedom fighters, he actually started the tradition of doing a community festival. So Ganpati festival, the Ganesh festival, is not exactly a religious thing which is specific to a caste or a community. It's a very regional thing. And he, the practice was everybody will come together from the community and celebrate for those 10 days. And I think that tradition continued. It is just the spirit of... Uh, this festival that brings entire Mumbai, and I think it's now celebrated across across India. If I want to say, my mom is from Mumbai, so I definitely get to you know enjoy the bits and pieces of this festival. But uh, yes, it's it's a very regional thing. It's something people come together and celebrate, and it's it's a it's larger than life. But I, what I want to call, it. I, as I mentioned, I'm from Bombay, and um, I grew up just celebrating this festival to its fullest. It started off, like Aishwarya mentioned, small, and it was restricted to that region of Maharashtra, but now it's celebrated all over the country. And my earliest memory of it is just like the social aspect of it more than anything else is like, everybody gets together um, every day. This festival can last up to, I want to say 21 days, everybody decides, and you basically bring this idol home. And you are never supposed to leave this idol in a room with nobody in it. Somebody has to always be there. Either you sleep in that room, like hardcore people who are hardcore worshippers will sleep in the same room. There's always somebody there at all times. Um, and so there's an, um, we call it Arti, which is basically just a serenade to the God, which we do every morning and every evening, each day that you have it in the house. And so it was very social, like everybody from, you know, you lived in um, like apartment complexes, everybody would come to the house, no matter whether you knew that person, you didn't know that person, you're friends with them. There was no, you never closed your doors. Anybody was welcome to come. It was, you know, everybody had, since multiple people in the apartment complex, you know, brought, uh, brought this idol home and worshiped it, everybody had a lot of time. So this person's going to do it four in the evening, five in the evening, six in the evening. So you kind of go door to door and just, you know, celebrate this festival. You do a big serenade to the gods, you sing to the gods, and then you get prashad, which, which is basically like sweets. Um, and it's such a social like hangout. All our friends, we just like travel from house to house, and it's just so much fun, right, Parija? I'm sure you did that too growing up. Totally, yes, yes. I mean, you know, um, every family celebrates it in a different way. You know, some celebrate it for like the whole eleven days, some do it for five days, three days. I believe, I think my family did it for five days, but the enthusiasm of our family used to be like, oh my gosh, Ganpati is coming, you know, and affectionately we, I mean, all of us call it Ganpati Bappa, which is an affectionate word for it. So every time, like year by year, you know, it, it has been a tradition in our family and I'm sure your family too, for like 60 plus years that uh, the few of the family members go and bring the Ganpati Bappa and the Ganpati Bappa comes into our family into our home as a VIP guest, like totally, you know, everybody's offering him respects. Everybody's like having a big celebration with the dole and music and all of the things. There's so much creativity involved, like uh, being kids of the house, you know, we all used to be like, oh, we want to decorate it, decorate the, where the Ganpati would sit and like different, you know, different decorations. You're always looking up. 
uh, we would have a lot of sweets, you know. So I really feel like this whole event of Ganpati uh, festival is more like a teamwork. I always call Gan Ganpati Bapa is like the best teamwork coach and the coach comes from being a tennis coach. So um, I always feel like it's such a feeling of connectedness, which brings families together, regardless of, you know, whatever you have, regardless of your differences, um, whether you're lazy or not, you know, when Ganpati Bapa is here, everybody comes to it. It obviously fosters a lot of creativity, which I think is amazing from, it comes from all our kids. Um, it would, coordination is one thing I feel is, you know, Ganpati Bapa brings out the best in us, you know, like even a little thing like the Aarti time, right? Like if, if somebody is doing Aarti towards the end of the Aarti, the ladies would be ready with the prasad. So it is like a, such a beautiful flow of coordination you see one after the other. Um, biggest thing I also feel is like it's so much cheer. It's a lot of contentment and cheer. There are smiles and hugs all over the community with everybody in the family. And the biggest thing of teamwork, which I feel is commitment, that uh, Ganpati Bapa really makes us committed. You know, like he's like year by year, it is, a, it is a thing that everybody who hosts him is committed to him. So I feel like I, I like to call him as my uh, teamwork coach or my management guru. <laughs> That's so cute. Um, it's, it's interesting you mentioned that, um, you know, you bring families together. So uh, my parents always got Ganpati each year for a few days. And so that you mentioned how you decorate the whole um, that area. And it, it was like a competition, unknown competition. Um, but, you, you know, who does it the best, who comes with the best yeah. idea to decorate, you know, the stand where you would place the idol or the backdrop. Like it was a whole process. So me and my cousins used to always coordinate like it was a whole thing oh what do we get we'll arrange for everything so me and my sister used to always arrange for everything and then all our cousins came over to stay over the night before so we can decorate so it was like a like I mentioned it's a social thing like we just hung out all night long and stayed up and decorated the whole place and it was just such a fun feeling to be around them and then in the morning we all went and you know all of us together brought the Ganeshi home and worshipped it it was just such a fun feeling I definitely uh, miss that and it's and one of the nostalgic things for me is that my parents still continue to do that. It's sort of a tradition. So you have to basically do it, you know, until you're no more. And so my parents still do it. And neither me or my sister are back home in India anymore. So it's, it's both of us miss that so much that our, our cousins will still go and help my parents out. But I definitely, definitely miss, you know, being there that whole for the whole nine yards that goes into celebrating this festival. And that makes me miss home so much. Yeah, I can imagine you girls having so much fun with this. Look at Parija's drawing on the backdrop. Yeah, that's beautiful. I actually <laughs> have Ganpati Bapa sitting right here. I don't know if you girls can see. Oh, yeah, I do. But yeah. yeah. And Parija actually drew that. It's beautiful. The yeah. So I think I have definitely seen a lot of stuff going on on Instagram with the competition because it's just nowadays it's all, you know, theme based, eco-friendly, ceiling facing. I don't know. I've seen so many creative things with the Ganpati's setup. So I definitely enjoy and look at that. I have not done that personally because we never used to uh, bring one home. But I have definitely gotten to people who have got this. But Parita, like you said, it's a festival that brings everybody together. It's for all age groups, kids adults, old people, they all just come together and celebrate and there is like no denying to it. So you cannot just be with your phone and in your own little room. You all have to be there. He's the VIP guest. I think in one of the stories that I was reading long back, 
Ganpati is regarded as one of the most auspicious and one of the best guests one can have because he comes, he enjoys, and then he goes, and then he gives you the cheers <laughs> when he's going. <laughs> This is our personal homes, right? But think about the society we live in. Like, I remember that, you know, like the, the society, some people, each person from each family in the, in the colony or society you call would get together a few days before the festival. You know, they will, like, it brings a whole new dimension to it. Like, they'll go to each house, contribute some money. And we as kids, we used to make sure that everybody donates some money. Then they go bring a big idol and a big truck with, like, a DJ and all kinds of stuff. And then you, pay, and especially in Maharashtra, they do a really cool uh, dance around it. And it, Back in the days, it used to be like only men did it and women did not, but now it's also open. So they would do this dance called Lazim. I don't know if you girls know about it. So as a kid, you know, like I was kind of raised as a tomboy. So my parents would be like, okay, go dance, you know, go dance into that Lazim thing for an hour and, you know, do all of this. So that was so much fun. Like, I really miss that. Yeah, and do that dance for us once, you know, I'm going to record it and we're going to put it on our daisy. It's actually basically a prop that you use to do that Uh, dance and that it's actually a lot of the people that dance to that music. It's called Nasik Dhol. That's the most popular music they'll play and you'll do the lazim to it. It's so much fun. Definitely. I like, you know, the whole apartment complex getting together. They would have like um, competitions around it. Like, you know, everybody's, it was just such a community feeling and people would um, set aside differences and you know hang out in the community you know common areas and be around this big idol Um, and speaking of big idols if you go to Mumbai especially every block every not just apartment complexes they will block off streets and blocks to put these huge idols at Ganeshji and literally it'll be like traffic non-stop but some of these um, you know idols they are their worship and they're known all over the country so people come from like everywhere in the country to worship and actually ask for blessings and some people you know you call it we call it manat is basically some idols some some but i mean it's again like a religious belief it might be might not be 100 percent true but people believe in it that if they ask something of the god you'll get it if you do this every year so they come down every year ask this thing and they'll you know it's kind of like you know like a little bribe i'll do this if you give me this so they do that to like certain gods but it's such a such a big all of bombay like those you know 11 days 21 days depending on where you go it will be crazy like there's no i don't think people even work during that time it's a whole month off it's a big party everybody's dancing at all times when you bring the ganeshji then you take the you know ganeshji away and we'll talk about that it's called visarjan Parija, do you want to talk about visarjan which is basically the immersion of the idol in the water oh yes totally before i get to the immersion part um i actually had a really uh this this memory just strike to me is about the lalbaka raja in mumbai like I think he's probably one of the most popular ones. I know there are a lot, but I think Lal Raja is the most popular one. And I happened to be in Mumbai at that time. And there are two vivid memories that I have is one used to be like, you know, it's a whole crowd feeling like being in the crowd, you know, and like, and the chants that you have during the festival, which goes like Ganpati Bappa Moria. It's like more like a call and response thing. So like, if one person in the, in the crowd screams Ganpati Bappa, the rest of the people will yell out, you know, more, yeah. And, you know, like sometimes they'll make chants on the spot, which will be like one, two, three, four, Ganpati Jai Jai Kar, you know, like, which means praise to the Lord. And then the 
the chains just keep on improvising till number 20. So this just goes on and on and on. And I also remember clearly that getting like blessings from Lal Bakka Raja was not very easy. People have said that they have stood in line for 20 plus hours. I had to stand in line for three hours, which I did, but um, I was, yeah. Yeah, I, I was fortunate to get that blessing. Yeah, actually, my parents back in the day, this was before I bo was born, lived in that area around Lalbak. So we actually know a bunch of people that actually live there. So we actually go through their houses and that's how we access it. So we don't end up standing in as long. We still have to stand in some lines. But, you know, if you're living in the area, you get like a, you know, um, easy pass sort of. So we used to always do that. And it was, it was, it was just that that idol if you you know look at it even once when it when you know this festival is going on you will be just you will be in another world it's just so impressive each year it's a very traditional idol but it's just something very impressive about it that'll just like stun you and you'll be made to believe that okay this is something that i need to bow down to you know it's so impressive yeah, I've, so my, my aunt actually lives in the area and she took me. So I did stand in the line for three years, but not, I think, right about three or four, not 20. But like to your point, Manasi, I think the idol is so big and magnificent. You can't even glance through the whole thing in one go. You have to, you know, take a pause, think about what's so much bigger in life. And then it's just, it's so, it's, it's magical. It's so beautiful. And yeah, Lalbag, you said, is one of those big uh, idols that come in the Ganesh festival. I wish I could go again. Talking about the Visarjan, you know, Visarjan is a process where at the end of the 11th day, you know, you take the Ganpati Bapa and you uh, lay them into the ocean and with the hope, not with the hope, we know that they're definitely coming back next year, you know, but it's, it's kind of the end of the festival where, so Visarjan is a big party. I'll call it the carnival time. The entire city, I mean, pretty much all the cities nowadays I mean, they stand still. Uh, resurgence go on for hours. And talking about Lal Bakkaraj, I was reading on it, is their resurgence lasts 24 hours. How are you supposed to get to work next day? Like, I don't think you can don't. get to work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and nowadays with the more like eco-friendly ones, uh, eco-friendly uh, Ganpatis and all, I mean, eco-friendly, I mean that the idols are made with eco-friendly material, but like, which is easier to immerse and does not, um, harm the mother nature I believe so there are different ways how did you guys do it so the you know initially when it you know it wasn't such a big trend we just got whatever was available it was made out of mud and you know a lot of controversy happened obviously it's not good for the water being an environmental engineer back then too I was like oh my gosh this is not good because you know you're immersing the idol in the water in the ocean um, but you're also putting in all these garlands and you're putting sweets in the ocean it just like causes so much pollution so um, as soon as eco-friendly ganpatis became available a lot of people just make it themselves too um, you can um, you can mold them out of a lot of very easily missable things into the water now um, and so it doesn't cause pollution i mean especially i mean you know it it, it it comes from awareness. So as long as the people are aware, you know, they try to do the right thing. It's not like very expensive or anything. Uh, but, you know, my parents, ever since that they've been getting it, I, as long as I remember, we've been getting some sort of eco-friendly gunpati. And there's very, very many different materials that you can get 
uh, this idol from? It's always during rainy season, Ganesh Chaturthi, like uh, the whole festival falls around rainy season. There's, and when it rains in Bombay, like in Maharashtra, when it rains, it rains. It rains the three months nonstop. So there's hardly a day that goes by that doesn't rain. And it's just like the surgeon, you know, like we said, it's a big community thing. Sometimes hundreds of people, especially a pillar idol, like the Lal Bakkara Raja, There'll be hundreds and thousands of people in the streets and the rain just makes them even crazier. They'll dance for hours longer. You would think it would reduce the time. No, it just gets them on a different high and people are just dancing like with the doll, with this uh, instrument playing and it's a party. The rain just honestly makes it better for everybody. My cousin who lives in San Francisco, uh, last, I think two years ago, they had the Ganpati, you know, they got the Ganpati and during Visurjan time, they took the Ganpati in the cruise and, you know, immersed it into the Pacific Ocean. And they were so proud that, you know, not all Ganpatis live in the Indian Ocean, you know, they some also live in the Pacific Ocean. So I actually know a couple of people who are, I think, again, in the Bay Area, around that area, who still do something. They don't necessarily immerse it because it's not allowed, uh, but they do do it. And it's, uh, it's funny, actually, um, last couple of years, a couple of my friends do it here, too. And you actually can go to Newport Beach, there's a couple places where you can do it, but they get it like a really small Ganesh and it is made with eco-friendly materials and it's permitted to be immersed in the ocean. I, I love the craftsmanship, you know, the artistic part of Ganpati that goes into it. Like people are so creative. I believe a few years ago, like somewhere in Holland, you know, they celebrated. So they made Ganpati out of oranges. Some, I think it was one of the Bollywood actors that had uh, tweeted it or something like that but the entire uh, Holland was orange and some places I don't know where in India but they made uh, Ganpati out of bananas and chocolates so That's it's neat. so artistic yeah I actually tried to create one with vegetables one time just like you know putting all of them together um, not a not successful yet March. but I'm gonna give it a try again this year we should. we should when we get together next time we should definitely give it a try yeah, especially with all the COVID going on, we need more quarantine projects, right? <laughs> but speaking of Ganpati in Europe, I'll talk about my story. Uh, back when, back in Germany, uh, you know, Indian community, Indian students always have a little thing going on, a little group, especially during festivals. We miss home. And I, like, I have celebrated Ganesh Festival, uh, even if not at the scale in Mumbai, but in general, it was a big thing in my, at my household. Coming from a Brahmin family, it's always the thing, you know, you've got to celebrate every festival. So uh, my uh, senior, one of my college seniors, she was from Mumbai and she used to be like, oh, I'm going to miss Ganpati so much, this and that. So that she started the tradition that we'll do, we'll celebrate Ganpati here. So we actually made Ganpati out of uh, the clay. We found this eco-friendly clay. She helped us uh, make it like I was really not that big of a help. I did all the other chores, but she was so good at it. She molded it so well. Um, we brought Ganpati home with all the bandwagon, little bandwagon that we had, all students. And then everybody had a potluck lunch because that's what's feasible around that time. Yeah, I made rajma rice for that potluck lunch. <laughs> that's what I knew. So I made rajma rice and we all just ate together. And I think she did it for a day and a half. There's a one and a half day uh, thing too, right? And the second day. The night we did the RTV, and you know, as students, you can always stay night. We'd stayed the night. It was just, you know, another night out, uh, studied. And just next day, we actually took uh, permission from the authorities and we went and did the immersion in the nearest uh, lake that we had. So that was a very, very special uh, festival that I had throughout. That is so cool. That is actually very cool. 
Yeah. Um, she started the trend and people still do it like in the oh, that's really cool. Yeah, so there are like a lot of uh, students in the same dorm who continue the tradition. Again, the invites go on Facebook because that's how we did it. Facebook invitation and now just it's 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 a little bit bigger and better but more coordinated when we started that off. Yeah, that's amazing. Um and speaking of uh, another nostalgic thing that goes around it, who remembers modak? The modak is this sweet. Basically, it looks like a dumpling. Actually, it looks exactly like a dumpling, but pictured a sweeter version. So you can put coconut in it, sugar, and it's just it's 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 a very. Um, it was known that Lord Ganesh uh, he loved modak. So every Ganesh festival, you have to have modak every day. That you know, it's just it's such a traditional thing. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember making it because one uh, one Ganpati time I was by myself. You know and. Uh, that was the time when I was like, oh, what do I do by myself? So I just celebrated Ganpati Festival by making modak for myself. I believe they make 21 modaks to offer it to the God. And that's all I did. I made it 21 modak every single day. Fried and the steamed. I like the fried ones more though. <laughs> <laughs> I've never made them. I have definitely eaten them whenever I get it. <laughs> I like the chocolate modaks. I don't know. I've eaten chocolate modaks. Yeah, I like them too. There's, There's so, so many, many versions of it now like originally it was just like that sweet dumpling yeah. now you even like the sweet peda we call it so it's a sweet you get that in the shape of a modak and also chocolate like there's so many different versions of it though so it's very interesting how ganpati festival goes by in mumbai because uh, modak is a very traditional uh, offering that is given to ganesh ji but my family like my maternal side my grandma has always made the very specific rajasthani style churma so I have always asked her that if the if everybody else around is making this modak, why have you not done this? But she's like, they've always offered God this, and then I think that that's the whole thing about Ganesh festival. Everybody waits for each other's turn because they can taste their own taste the other person's prasad that they want to offer. My grandma would always make this tulma, and it used to taste so good. I mean, I think everything mm-hmm. tastes so great in the festival. All right, guys. On that sweet note, we're gonna end our today's episode. Thank you for listening to Desi Tea Talks. Please go follow us on all our social media platforms. This video will also be uploaded on YouTube. So go, su- go subscribe Daisy Tea Talks and leave us a fun comment. Stay tuned. Thank you.